0: One, two, one, two. Tune in for another episode of MaroonCast. MaroonCast is a down-to-earth, black, radical podcast for the people. Our host, hip-hop anarchist Simile the RBG, and sex educator and crochet artist KLC share their reflections on maroons, rebellions, womanism, life, culture, community, trap liberation, and everyday ratchets. They deliver fresh commentary with a queer, transgender, non-conforming, fierce, funny, Southern girls, anti-imperialist, anti-oppression approach. Polyad ad and bullshit. Check out episodes of Marooncast on Channel Zero Network, Buzzsprout, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, and Spotify. All power to the people, all pleasure to the people. Peace. One three one two. Welcome to another episode of Maroon Cast. I'm your host, Simile the Rbg. I'm your girl, KLC. We're
1: back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been yeah. gone for a minute, yo. Cause that's what we do, you know. Yeah. Minutes, yeah. Hours, days. Days of
0: our lives. Hmm. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um. So here's the thing. I know we said on the last podcast and the podcast before then that we're mm-hmm. going to have consistent times and we're going to, you know, that was the original plan. Yeah. Um, Let's be honest about it. It's a lot going on, though. Like mm-hmm. we're engaged in a lot of things. And so what we're doing is this is this is a work in progress where we're trying to figure out a rhythm. Where we can do all of the wonderful things that we're trying to do to liberate ourselves, including this podcast, because this is a you know this isn't just for shits and giggles. Although we do giggle, yeah, I giggle a lot, and we're we're, we're for the shit, and I do shit, and we do shit, we and do. so you know, it's um, but 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 this you know, like I always say, everything that we do, everything that I do you know, is to get us liberated, is, 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 is to get us free. I mean, we're free in our minds, you know. We have mental freedom to think what we want to think, explore the things that we want to explore in our minds. Our minds are free. Our bodies, however, our land, you know, all of those things, um, you know, need liberation. Um, so we're trying to work out on the ground, actual work, you know because we're not armchair revolutionaries we bought this life and um hustling to, to maintain and have the things we need to have food clothing and shelter um and uh so we're working on what what the schedule is going to look like as long as y'all stick with us we'll get there together right we're here we're here, <laughs> we're here. you're going to get you're going to get these podcasts you're going to get uh like i said videos You're going to get the occasional book club stuff and um, the live interviews and and things with other comrades. And you'll see me probably because KLC is the shy one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, she ain't shy. She ain't shy. (laughs) Um, KLC is the shy one. So, you know, you'll probably hear or see me on different podcasts um, just talking and kicking it with other podcast hosts. Just a wide variety of podcasts that are out there, and I'm, um, you know, some really pleasant, hardworking comrades, funny, talented people, and so we just, you know, there's no competition. It's all love. Um, so you'll you'll be seeing that. Today's episode though, is too black and too queer for America, mm-hmm. because that's the reality that we face every day. Yes. I know different people check this show out and you're you're interested in the Maroon part of the Maroon cast. Um, but these particular Maroons that do this show, we're queer. Queer as fuck. And, um, you know, there was a time when our four mothers that were, you know, black lesbians, black queer identified, black bis- bisexuals, you know... Some might even been pan, you know some didn't even identify as women, some identified as as films um couldn't be on a radio show or a podcast or on Hell the front not. of a magazine in an interview um you know, we had to hide
1: yeah.
0: um or have secret spaces. Um, they had things called salons where you know, uh, you know, speaking our queer women, queer you know, women, lesbian identified women getting together, and cooking, reading poetry. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of like a lot of the things that you know we do when we would have our gatherings, food and and music, little liquor, little yes. smoke, put it in the air, keep keeing, little folks, you know. Everybody looking at who they done booed up with and, um, you know, all kinds of things. You know, just regular shit um, that, you know, other people might take for granted as just being some regular everyday normal things. But finding those spaces within our homes or uh, clubs yeah, and, you know, th- their clubs would be raided. So quite yes. often they had to do it at their homes because clubs would get raided. Yeah. Um, We know about that. I mean, we know about raids. Having when you're having fun and good good times,
1: Popo always got to fuck something Mm -mm. up. Oh no, that looks like happiness. That looks almost like success. No, pardon me, is that joy? Mm -mm. We received the call that
0: black people, black joy, black
1: queer, the most dangerous joy there is, and that's why they fight it so much. We got to make sure that black joy is in check. Yeah. So
0: you know, our elders, our ancestors. They've always been fighting for that joy. I mean, whether it was at the salons, you know, historically working together, whether they were forming book clubs, whether they were forming writing clubs, magazines, zines, Mm -hmm. periodicals, newsletters. Like when you look back at, at archives, you know, of LGBTQ communities... It's beautiful seeing how hard people were trying to carve out an identity to just be themselves, to just have community, just have fun, to just have love, to just experiment and, and, you know, find out who they are in a world that's just so goddamn hostile to people being who the fuck they are, Mm -mm. Um, you know, and and to be black also. And you got to deal with the white supremacy. So we're dealing with this white supremacy and this white nationalism and, and... and they were most definitely dealing with it back then. I think about how free they were in like the 20s within their own community. Yeah, cuz we see.
1: I mean, we seen it. We just watched what
0: was it? Uh Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Classic, 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 classic.
1: And she's about her shit,
0: you know. Her and Bessie Smith and Gladys Bentley and and so many others. Uh you know, they they were bold and out there you yeah. know um singing and talking about just nasty what it was <laughs> yeah you know give it to them raw give it you know shaving things and putting <laughs> this there and must be talking about women's cuz i don't date no men's i mean it was real yeah um and the the fearlessness they had to have
1: it honestly
0: in the twenties, to be singing about women loving women freely, yeah. and and to dress in a suit, you know, yeah. a three piece suit, top hat, all that stuff, yeah. to walk up in the club with your shorties on one side, or maybe your man on one side and your and your woman yeah. on the other side, and um just. A lot of people want to talk about conspiracies and agendas. People's conspiracy and agenda is to be liberated, is to be free as they are in their minds, in their whole body. And I don't think a lot of heteropatriarchal people understand that, nor do they care. Because to be quite honest, they're self-centered. Everything has to be in their image. When you say Black Lives Matter and you scream that black people got to stick together and you somehow conveniently forget about... You know, queer, trans, gender nonconforming people. It's right. it's just it strikes me as weird and odd, especially for someone like me who's always involved in community work and organizing and fighting back, like physically fighting back, not like, not just the words fighting back, like like physically taking blows from police and and white supremacists and giving them back, but but having physically have to fight with within my own community against black black people, yeah. you know. Whether it's spiritual settings, from the church to the mosque. For me, it was always a struggle. I had to just hide who I was.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, my story might be a little different, but, like, how did that feel for you growing up? Like, like first off, when did you know in your mind? Like, there's a time that every queer kid has that they know, and it's like, uh uh-oh, here comes the time when I don't tell anybody oh man because i can't tell anybody because how are they going to perceive that yeah you know
1: i don't know i i I knew middle school yeah i knew and and i knew when in in the church i went to in that congregation they spoke about gay people all the time it was just like gay people crackheads and murderers and it was so wow that was the combination Yeah, and always, always talked about it in that concept. So when I kind of got an idea of, uh uh-oh, I'm attracted to women, and I knew that I had to hide it. It was, you know, I knew I had to hide it. It wasn't something I could act on. And, and in fact, it was something I was scared of because I knew that that was an abomination. Like, that's what I've been taught from the beginning of time. And so right. to even accept that about me, it was hard to even, yeah. you know, and I and I hit it. Oh, I hit it. I was like, "Oh no. Yeah. Um, let me let me have sex with this guy. Let me let me get married. Let me have babies. Let me do these things to um not be this abomination." Right, because and the so church taught you that. It taught me that. And so spiritually I felt like I was disconnected Right. You know, so I, how could I ever, even if I'm not acting on it, I think about it in that way, and so it disconnected me spiritually as well. So I was just a very disconnected person, right. and how do you let go of those thoughts and belief? And it got came to a point that I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm queer. I am, that's I am, that's how I am. <laughs> I am. And, and when I knew that I would lose everything, I knew that it was just, it was, okay, this is what I am. And that's where I got my power. You know, at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm going to come out the closet, be who I am, and man. And that term,
0: come out the closet, is such a wild it's thing. Horrible. It's It's like, it's it's almost as if the, the weight is put upon the people who are being oppressed.
1: Yeah, like you have to, to answer. To,
0: to backflip glitter cartwheel in front of them and say here i am now yeah. now keep me from getting housing now keep me from getting a job yeah. now you know keep me from being able to go into the hospital with my loved one because only family is allowed like like we could go on and on for days but like what is it what the hell is so great about coming out the closet other than
1: for straight folks
0: you know like i don't see you know, I'm not telling people to be in the closet, but what I'm saying is the audacity of people acting as if, well, they should just tell. Like, people tell who they are all the time. You know, for me, I've known since I, my whole life. I was in kindergarten, I knew. Um, it, it was never a time that I thought that I was like other girls. I, I, I knew that it's supposed to be mommy and daddy, and that, that never was the thoughts in my mind. It was never that. And um you know abuse and other things happen like so many other people have been abused and it, I, before there was even abuse though yeah um i mean cuz statistically it's like one out of 4 you know for for molestations and rapes for for children and young young girls in films and 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 even for boys and men, it's like one out of six it's it's, 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 it's the statistics are hot, yeah, so it's hard a, to escape that out so of abuse isn't something that that makes people queer, you know um abuse happens because yeah. people are abusive, period yeah. and so I knew I was queer before I, I was even abused, and I would say by middle school is when it got tricky because by middle school that's when you really start to become attracted to Yeah, that's when it was like, oh And you're going
1: through puberty and it's weird and
0: it's awkward. And for me, um, middle school was that weird time when I was like because I was skinny like all through elementary school, then I like kinda got a little meat on my thighs and, you know, things start growing and what is this? You know What are things? It was just just weird. Just a weird time freshman year, braces, acne, all the all the horror. The horror, the horror show of, oh, of being I never wanna left those years. Uh, you know a, <laughs> a teen a preteen going into teen and you know, those were the times where I was most aware. I can say in my entire life was when I was that early stage of puberty when when it it's like okay, I'm I always known I was different, but now I'm different. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm really having to just mask this because it's not accepted at, you know, anywhere. There's nowhere mm-hmm. during the time that I was, you know, young.
1: You did not get no gold stars. You didn't get no TikTok video. No. And people say, yeah, girl, we love you. None that wasn't. Of that. And
0: everything that people are allowed to say now is because people got beat, punched, raped, thrown out the house to get to this space. And we're still. With more visibility and a little bit more acceptance, it still isn't just a you know a, a, the the easiest of roads. It's not. There's still discrimination everywhere. There's still people, mm-hmm. you know, utilizing being queer as a joke, as as something that's less worthy of love, as something yeah. that's somehow less spiritual, as some some something that's you know a category. And I'm saying being queer as a category as something that is. Um, you know, you're you're not as important as everyone else, you know. They that you know, um and then it comes it, it brings a sense of shame. Yeah. Because you're shamed. And and people will dump all of this on you and then stand back like It's all in our heads. Yeah. Like, it's not real. I don't have no
1: problem with gay folks. I just don't... I just don't want to see your lifestyle, bitch. I might not (laughs) want to
0: see your fucking lifestyle. I live on a planet, though, right? Yeah. I live on a planet, and people have different experiences. Yes. People have different genetic backgrounds. People pass down different things. People inherit different things. People. Some people are... Closed off to who they are. Some people are more open to exploring the fullness of who they are. Yeah. And the audacity to think that everyone is going to be the same. Why? It's just, it's suffocating. And yeah. it's 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 just a terrible way to live your life. I'm so glad that I'm not that type of person. Regardless of what my sexuality is, I'm just so glad that I'm not a person who expects everyone you know, to all walk, talk, think the way I do? Yeah, no. Like, it, like, yeah, what be, is that?
1: Yeah, I, um, especially in my um, career, I have this talk, you know, because a lot of people come in and they want it to be the same way or they have this idea of what things should look like sexually and it's just like, why would it look the same as anything else? Why would it look like anyone else? You know why would it be you know the same and for you to think oh well if you don't do it like this then it's wrong. So you're saying they don't think they're having sex right or no they're, they're yeah it's, um, or they're expecting it to be
0: like this, heterosexual yeah sex? like even
1: in the queerness it's just like oh but th- this is the role that we have to oh you know, so they come
0: in oh so it. you mean queer people come in trying to reenact heterosexual roles. Yeah, and and, mm.
1: and, and, they, and, they, and they box themselves into these roles, and it's just like, no, you actually have the freedom to decide. And that's, you know, for me, and this is my perspective, sexuality and spirituality is tied in so close together that it's a spiritual thing, and when you cut yourself off with, you know, artificial rules and regulations that don't fit you you're cutting off you know your spirituality too it's just you're not connecting with you and that's the biggest thing with sex and spiritual life is you with you how are you viewing this world how you you know and what's unique about you is going to be different and your experience is going to be you know unique it can't be the same you can't you know make a mold that's already been made and say well we got to fit into this yeah. It just doesn't I, work. I definitely
0: understand that being someone who's gender non conforming, someone who's masculine, and I've had people want me to play a role. Yeah. You know? Um and I'm just like
1: that that That's not me. That's not me. Um and then shame me for not playing that role. Or attempt it, to
0: shame me Yeah. that the thing about the whole shame and all of that, like that was when I was a child. As an adult, um there was there wasn't any shame as opposed to spiritually um you know obviously christianity is one thing i left christianity i became a muslim as a teenager um obviously also the same with christianity you can't just you know there are very much queer muslims all over the country all over the globe mm-hmm. but In many places, internationally in particular, they are, you know, persecuted. It's serious. Yeah. So, these are things that I, I knew for a fact. But even when I lived overseas, queer people were everywhere, you know. In particular, in Cairo, with 10 million people, definitely saw plenty of queer people. I also saw sex tourism, as far as, you know, people going over to, you know, have sex, um international booty i guess i don't know but um it was all kinds of things going on but um even as a muslim with the person that i was with you know i'm being open and honest about who i am and ex- and exploring what that even looks like and um and then after after islam <laughs> because i became a, a, a buddhist after that um that's when I felt my most comfortable, though. Yeah. My most comfortable and that I was going out to. You know, I was in a lot of activism, a lot of LGBTQ activism. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get, a, you know, more of black-centered uh, pride, you know, events mm-hmm. in, the, in the Hampton Roads area. Um, trying to get more black events in these lily-white queer clubs that were racist. And, and and I remember we had an incident where one of the club managers was a, was upset that we put black people on a on a flyer. Oh no, not the. Be- and liter- literally told us because they were trying to aim for the white college crowd, the the white gay college crowd. So they were sexist and racist. Damn. They really wanted. They let these and they were white men who owned this club and they wanted us to know they wanted white men in the club. And why would we, as Black women coming in there, Black queer and lesbian women, why do you know why the fuck are we? Are, we're not focusing on some white boys. Like, what do we care about? You know, like yeah. y'all can come because I'm sure our music's gonna be the best, right? <laughs> the best. Big, the and, best DJs are gonna come on that night, and y'all be copying. And you, you Ooh. know, you want <laughs> you want you want to get up on this lingo. You you know you want to get up <laughs> on this slang, and you know it's not just gonna be women or fish or whatever you wanna call us, you know it's gonna be, you know, some some gay boys up in there. The the cute black gay boys is gonna be up in there. You know the trans sisters gonna be up in there and you know you want it. What yeah. the fuck is you fronting for? You 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 love us. Y'all be gagging off of every fucking thing that we do. And and I'm talking about in the queer community and those who are in the queer community, you get it. There's a cultural thing that becomes po popular and just like in so many other um Scenes often black people are in the forefront of those cultures being becoming popular, but not getting any of the credit. Lord mm-hmm. knows, black women stay creating things, Carol. and then it gets remixed into something else, and we Carol. hardly ever get the credit. Lord knows, y'all be stealing the hell from gay and tra- you know gay men, trans folks all the fucking time and don't want to give no credit like y'all just y'all came up with that shit on your own you just be sitting there copying the LGBTQ black LGBTQ community the brown LGBTQ community like like a coloring book sometimes people will even (laughs) straight people I'm not just talking about queer people like all kinds of folks copying and, and, and just so when you want to be edgy
1: yeah, I'm going to use
0: the gay, the black gay voice. Sassy.
1: <laughs> you know, sass.
0: I'm going to talk like a black woman when I want to be rough and edgy. I'm going to dance in that way or pop my lips or do eye rolls. You know, things that you've clearly studied us like like in an anthrop- anthropology type of way. You know, it's weird to yeah. me. Um, but, like, it's wild that they even felt comfortable to tell us that they didn't want... That's black people, so I'm like, if you don't want black people on the flyers, that means you don't want black people in the club, so that means you really don't want us up in here, and why would we be working to promote for you if you don't want our, our business? So how about this? How about we're going to tell all our peeps to boycott you, bitch? Oh, is that what happened? How about we went up in that motherfucking, had a good old-fashioned, you know, boycott oh, of that shit. spot?
1: Oh, Yeah. That's a queer thing to do. That happened. Wow. <laughs> that is a- um
0: that is, a, that is a queer it's thing a to do queer... and it's a black thing to yeah, do black, because queer, queer. we weren't separating blackness from queerness. Like no. people people are so bizarre and so, ign- I mean, so, so loudly ignorant as if black queer people aren't black. We know who the fuck we are. I mean, there's always people who don't know who the fuck they are.
1: But a lot of black
0: people who are queer, trans, you know, we, we are very proud to be black. We would like to be embraced more in our communities where we're going out representing, screaming, fighting for our communities. We would like the same thing back. That reciprocity would be fantastic. Yeah,
1: I'm never like, okay, the person, oh, was they queer? Oh, they wasn't queer. Okay, well then, I don't have nothing to say. Because guess what? It don't matter whether they queer or not. They black. I'm black. I don't get, you know, they don't ask me before they oppress me, are you black and queer? Or are you just, what are, not you know? The layers
0: add up. The layers add up for being, you know, black and queer and trans and, you know, non-binary. But it, 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 it's still that skin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, anti, that, that anti-blackness is yeah. what the fuck it is. Whether it's coming from, from, the, from the white patriarchy or from the, the, the other non-black POC patriarchy. Like, we got to deal with all of that shit. And it's it's just a wild thing it's like to not fully be comfortable in many queer scenes because of that anti blackness and to not be comfortable in your black scenes because that's of anti queerness mm-hmm. and anti transness and, and like that's the reality that I've had to live but but still not ashamed of who I am again yeah. like after I got through all that spiritual stuff it was like I'm going to die trying to be someone who I'm not yeah I, I'm going to die because of spiritual patriarchy. Yeah. And that doesn't sit right with me. And Mm. indigenous wise, we were not ruling our spirituality off of a patriarchal only, you know, there was patriarchy and matriarchy or, or predominantly patriarchy. I mean, excuse me, predominantly matriarchy, depending on different spiritual systems, but to just cut off the, the matriarchal, the feminine energy, um, The androgynous energy, the mixed energy, the two spirit energy, the trans energy, as if that didn't exist, as if that was just something that was imposed upon us. I think people create mythos and just beat the hell out of people with these things that they made up and these imaginary rules and, you know, saying that people are forcing their life
1: Style. I hate that lifestyle. Like, what is a
0: lifestyle? I don't have a lifestyle. I, I live that black. I live style. my
1: life. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, you you live. Um, you know, I, what Sima, a black I don't like your black lifestyle. It just <laughs> seems very, very a... controversial, and um, it just seems like you should. Is is there? Why are you choosing to live this black lifestyle? Like. What over happened
0: there, over there? Look at you with your woman lifestyle.
1: Look, look <laughs> at you,
0: just womaning.
1: Look at you being pregnant and carrying. Look at you, humans again, in your womb again
0: with the period <laughs> again. That woman there lifestyle. There you go. This woman lifestyle, just throwing it on my down my throat. Oh look my god, these not another commercial. And these tampons everywhere. <laughs> like y'all are so fucking. It's weird. like I don't have these conversations nor do I desire to have these conversations quite often with straight people. The, the, you know, when I'm around straight people, they're either just cool or they either just shut shut the fuck up if they're not cool. Yeah. Um. But every now and then, they'll come with questions. And I'm not the type of person to diss somebody with a genuine question who doesn't know. I think a lot of people need to be taught things because they're very, very ignorant. And if we don't teach them, you know, they could Google it. You know, yeah, Google is I mean, free. It is. Um, but if someone asks me a direct question that is not trying to be, you know, shitty, I ask them, you yeah. know. And and it's just it's just wild. Like, I, I don't know I, the first incident that I ever experienced. Um, I know I've given talks in front of uh, straight people. I know they've often tried to call me in like the the, the gay whisperer or something.
1: Yeah, not the gay whisperer. Could
0: you tell me what butches and studs and just decode this. Moms for me. And decode this. How would you ba bah, 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 like any other woman? Yeah. Except with boxers on perhaps? Um, I don't know. You know, it's just you know, that can be uncomfortable quite often when they bring you in to be the the the, the, the queer co star on the all straight TV show yeah you know because I'm not giving you sassy witty I don't know yeah. what what or or d- grabbing grabbing my strap on butch hardness I don't know what it is that you're looking for no, I'm not gonna but I'm not gonna, gonna I'm to not share. gonna I'm not gonna do anything that I wouldn't ordinarily do right. or, or be anything other than what I ordinarily am I'm not here to entertain you it's not a lifestyle this isn't some choice. My chemicals are doing this shit here, my chemicals are telling me what to do, just like chemicals told many family members in my you know in in, in my family. I have other queer family members, yeah, um and and I knew that early on that we had some some queer family members it was like, oh wow, they were queer, okay, you know, so yeah. like it wasn't like I didn't know what that looked like, what that was about like yeah. um but it's it's uncomfortable. When people talk around you or, yeah. or 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 about you, but not to you, you know, I'd rather people have a conversation with me right? than assume and, and be, you know, but what I found is, you know, I've had some really uncomfortable confrontations with people, though. It, it's not always going to be nice when you have these conversations. Right. In fact, I've gotten into I've had hate crimes happen. I've had guns in in my face. Wow. I've had shotgun in my face. I've had a 45 in my face. Um, I've had people shoot a nine damn near near my ear yeah. where I could hardly hear another time after that. Um, just, uh, I've had incidents. I grew up in, in a rough area though. I didn't grow up in, you know, I grew up in the projects, you know, downtown Norfolk, Virginia at the height of the crack era. And, um, even though the style of the time back then, you know, Everybody wore all the girls dressed like dudes, yo. Yeah, it was like, unisex. Like, and when I say dressed like dudes, I'm not saying that there's a, a mandatory style for, um, for uh, uh, d- gender, yeah. but what I'm saying is, dude was what we call everybody was dude. Hey, yeah. dude, what's up, dude? Hey, my G, hey, my nigga, what's up? Hey, like, we were all everything was kind of androgynous and gender neutral back then, we were all. We always dudes. We all had on some Tommy Boxers, some some baggy jeans, some mm-hmm. um 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 uh Timberland boots, cross colors, you know, um or 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 even if it was baby fat, it still looked kind of you know what I'm saying, yeah. kind of rough and rugged, it's hardcore. You know the Big flannels. T-shirts. I mean, look at look at if you want to understand what I'm talking about, like look at old TLC, yeah. look at old Missy, look at old Aaliyah. Look at um, the brat. I mean, obviously, the brat. Yeah. <laughs> um, girl, we knew us was fam. <laughs> we knew we always knew you. <laughs> we always knew no Latifa was fair. We always yeah. knew a whole lot of folks that still ain't even saying that they're fam. Was girl, fam. we know, but, but if you we look know. at half the peeps out in the 90s and the style that um, Tiana Taylor brings back, yes, yeah, you know, 90s, like it was like. Butch, stud, boy, dumb, egg, and yeah. to the T. You know, and it was and that that was what it like um I was watching this old video. I forgot about it. It was by this dude named Apache. He was down with Naughty by Nature and the whole mm-hmm. flavor units Crew and you probably remember this song. I need a gangster bitch. Yeah. Yay. I need a gangster bitch. Oh yeah. I need a gangster boogie with my gangster bitch. I need my gangster bitch. That shit used to bang. And yeah. um Q-tip produced it. So it was kind of a hit, right? But in the video, Shorty's was like looking hard. hard <laughs> like Who he was calling a gangster bitch. Like, again, like you said, flannels. Yeah. She had the jeans on. She had the um, bandana and the dress. And I was looking at it, I was like, yo, we was mad hard back then. And I could see why I was so comfortable with who I was. It had a big part to play and why I felt so fucking comfortable because. Back then the style of hip hop. Hip hop gave me and ironically, hip hop would be the same one always saying F you know, F this, F bomb that and mm-hmm. you know, Dykes that and you know, like hip hop would be saying that, but we walk around looking mad dykish.
1: <laughs> right. You know what you're what saying? looking like you fucking your brother, sir. You know what I'm saying? Can't be saying the F word oh, and then Oh, <laughs>
0: you know? So it was just like mad, mad shit, like it was such a it was a head fuck. Yeah, back in the nineties, you know, and it's wild because I'm rhyming, I'm doing all this stuff, and it's like, you know, people are like, the more rugged I am, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the, that's the more they love Simile. You know, I wasn't Simile back then, but you know, what's your name back then? It it just wasn't Simile. <laughs> <laughs> it was have
1: been so, a good name. <laughs> and so you know,
0: I'm I'm doing my thing, and I'm I'm rugged as hell. Like I'm I'm I would get up. Put on my fucking boxes, put my jeans on, put my Tim's on, put my put my vest. Yeah, did
1: you have the cornrows? <laughs> my hoodies. Did oh, you have cornrows? I rock
0: cornrows. I rock or or because remember back then you could be rough and rugged as shit with your clothes, but bitch, your hair was
1: laid. You had the bump. was bumped. The, um, bitch
0: I had every stuff. French me. I had the French roll, I had the fun, I had the fucking Curly fries, shit. Hair yeah, look like some curly fries, <laughs> Had all that shit. Had every every fucking hairstyle that you could imagine. Because right across the street from my high school was one of my homegirls, um, who used to be in the band with us. She she did hair. Mm-hmm. And she would always hook me the fuck up. Okay, mm. and um, so my hair. I'm dressing hardcore, but my hair was bump, bitch. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, I was on some Missy shit. Like, we gonna be tomboy looking, but, these, but look this at hair. This, my
1: hair is Look at light. this hair and
0: look at this lip gloss, bitch. And, and I might throw some eyeliner on to make you gag, bitch. Look at these cheekbones, bitch. This Afro-Indigenous, you feeling it. The niggas is feeling it. The bitches is feeling it. You know, that's how we talk back then. So, you know, the dudes is feeling it. The chicks is feeling it. It's like, yeah. You know, I was feeling myself. (laughs) I was really feeling myself. For the longest time, I I, I thought I was bi. Just, you could tell me nothing. I'm just a bad bi bitch, and that's what it is. And then, you know, as I got older, it's like, nah. Just because you could pull the dudes. Do you really like dudes? Like, I like them as friends. I like them as homeboys. But do I really like dudes? Nah. So, you know, um, you know, just going through the phases of discovery and being allowed to do that while fighting, while fighting, hearing comments, while fighting smart ass remarks, while fighting, being able, people being able to openly joke. And, and, and call people dykes and, or, you know, call
1: people... Carpet munchers.
0: All kinds of shit. Just, like, you know, and what that does to you. Yeah. And, and, and elders and how you could be out helping and serving the community. And then somebody will say something, you know, homophobic Mm-mm. shit. Yeah. No, right in shit front breaks of your, your face heart. Or, it breaks your heart. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it'd terrible. be, you know,
1: funny, but no, it, it don't really be funny. No. like it, That shit really hurts. That shit hit, ain't funny. It hits and it, it's harmful. Yeah. um And... Yeah, it's not cool. And for me, doing revolutionary
0: work, it's like, man, I'm out here willing to die and kill for the liberation of black people. But it's like my efforts aren't appreciated as much unless I suppress the fullness of who I am. Yeah. And, you know, here I am at OG status now. I'm just letting all y'all know, I'm not interested in your organizations if you are oppressive and dismissive. Mm-hmm. To, to to queer people, to trans people, gender nonconforming conforming people, the L, the G, the T, the B, the Q, the TS, uh, uh, the NB. I mean, on and on and on and on. Like, as you like to call us the alphabet people, we'll be that. But why don't you try being the people who have humanity?
1: Yeah.
0: And who don't love to scream, stop the oppression, but have no problem being oppressor. Why don't you be that person? Yeah. Call
1: yourself out.
0: Too black and too queer for America. C-c-c-cough. Too black and too queer for it. You know? Gotta fight this fucking white supremacy. Gotta fight this goddamn patriarchy. Gotta fight this fucking capitalism. Gotta fight this homophobia, this transphobia. Just gotta fight all of it. All of the oppression. Oh my life. All my life All I had to fight life. I had to fight my everybody
1: My everybody
0: Gotta fight my everybody you Yeah People look like me and people and who don't look like me. And it's funny you said that movie, that movie, that, that
1: movie, that, no, that, that movie. That was the movie. That. that was it. That's when I knew. That's when I knew that women can kiss each other. Mm. I was like, oh. That might have
0: been the very first time for a lot of us that yeah. we saw. Yeah,
1: I remember they tried to make us, but like, we was yeah. allowed to watch the movie, and I remember it was like a bunch of us. turn and, your eyes And, and then when part. it came to that part, they said, y'all turn your eyes. Of course you're going to tell us to turn our eyes. So the next time I was able to watch that movie and see what they wanted us not to see, Oh, I was like, oh.
0: the one-two step of it all was first the color purple, and then the women of Brewster Place, and the women Brewster, the women of Brewster yeah. Place went even further, yeah. and it showed them being so regular. Yeah, they were serving
1: Little.
0: home couple, <laughs> homemaking yeah. couple, realness, and it was beautiful to see, yeah. and my young heart. I think that might have been the like everybody has defining moments where it's like yeah that was one of those moments the women of Brewster Place even more more so than because the color purple was my feminist womanist moment even more so than the queer aspect of it yeah, But I read yeah, the book, oh yeah. so I got more of the queerness in the book you get yeah yeah the book, is, yeah the book is yeah the book is Alice Walker was a genius with that with that book um so. But the feminism and the survivor story of of Color Purple is what won me in being a survivor. Yeah, being a a, a young black woman is you know um, that film is like to my to this day. This is my favorite film of all time. Mm-hmm. It just I just for so many goddamn reasons people thought it was an exaggeration and it made mm. the black black community and black family look bad because we always want to keep up this false persona because mm. in the back of our head, we're still trying to trying to fucking show this good mm-hmm. perception for white people. Yeah, prove to us. Because if it things. was about black people, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be so goddamn ashamed to talk about the things that are ailing us as a result of the abuse that we have received. You would be willing and ready to work that shit out. So to me, you don't want to show this shit to white people because you're still centering fucking white people come on now and you don't want to explore your full sexuality because you're worried about white people come on now and that's why you will bang on black queer and trans people but you won't bang on white supremacy and patriarchy and capitalism you mm. will never do that shit but you'll be all up in our fucking face like we're low-hanging fruit until we bust you and your shit calmly like that dude in that video yes. Who calmly beat the you shit out of that shit dude. shit out
1: of him Calmly, like, like, like it never lost his cool.
0: You know, w- you know, and 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 so in, in 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 women of Brewster Place. Think about it. Yes, we saw the beauty and the regularity of a black lesbian relationship and and it was fantastic and they didn't make them look ugly mm-hmm. you know because sometimes it's like they they want to well, make you're us, so ugly
1: and so that's why no you man can't get no abortion, man and so you know, that your only choice is to get with us. it
0: wasn't it wasn't just a a, a, a a stud in a film and there's absolutely nothing wrong with the stud in a film because women can love whoever they want and mm-hmm. however whatever their gender representation identity is, is who the fuck cares if it's if it's
1: two studs two. two studs
0: two films two studs and a film three studs and a Come who, on that's that's life. not your fucking business right but it was two films and it was it was just a fucking two two professional women mm-hmm. one was a teacher mm-hmm. you know it was a beautiful storyline and then it got real
1: yeah it got real
0: and then at the end because of all of the trauma all of the pain mm. She she fights back,
1: yeah.
0: Even though she's fighting back as someone who wasn't even trying to hurt her, yeah. and sometimes it's like that. That's, that's exactly sometimes how it is. you lash out at people who aren't even trying to hurt you because you've been hurt so fucking much. Just trying to be your black queer self,
1: yeah.
0: And I and that that part of it, in addition to how beautiful they they were together, how loving, and how. She kind of had some internalized homophobia because that that scene yeah. where she's just like, "There's nothing different about me." And, you know, the first day I fell in love, with my first girlfriend, um, I, I I put on my bra- my, t- my beige bra and I ate my oatmeal. Remember the yeah. beige bra and oatmeal? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like th- th- there's nothing different than me the day before that. You know, yeah. And and then her partner was like, "But did you go out and tell all the girls?" Did you brag and write their name yeah. in the book and show them pictures? She's like, you didn't do that because we are treated differently. And it yeah. was just the, my God, the levels of the conversation. Yeah. Gloria Naylor.
1: Oh, man. Just awesome job. Still t- just to this day. To this day, relevant. Um,
0: I just think about all of that and how defining that film was def- was a was a life defining. And so some people have a doubt of what culture and what art can do. That film was life-defining for me. Yeah. Life-giving. Going through some serious abuse and still trying to figure out who I am because I'm going through, you know, yeah. my growth of as of, of a just development. Yeah. And that that movie was like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're different, but people aren't all the same. Yeah. And they're deserving of love and to be defended. And to be a part, sister sat down to just be in the community meeting because why? She's a member of the community just like everybody else. Yeah. And she was like, can anybody just join meetings now? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Just like, and I think about that as we ran Maroon House. We never got anybody come up in there and be like, oh, so y'all just some gay women's just never. running things, and where's the <laughs> men's? Like, we never got those stupid comments, <laughs> but if I had rewound that 10, 15, 20 years before, like, it oh, probably no, would have no. been all kinds of oh. crazy-ass
1: comments coming out of people's oh, mouths, yeah. you know? People coming to prove... You know what you trying to be a man?
0: No, oh, and then no. trust me, that's the no last no. thing I heard before so many people tried to fight me or put a gun in my face or try to I'm Trying
1: to be a man.
0: And no one's trying to. That's sir. not the
1: and goal in life. Ain't nobody masculine energy <laughs>
0: masculine
1: energy is not
0: owned by men. No, it's not by women or by people who don't identify as either. It is not owned by anyone. Just like this land is not owned by anyone. All of these things are gifts to us from whatever you want to call it, if you want to say God, the most high, whatever, they're all gifts. Our physical being is a gift. Our breath is a fucking gift. And we don't use them correctly. We, 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 we hoard away from other people. Mm-hmm. We keep things from people. We treat people in an ugly, foul manner. And everyone's just running around fucking each other up. Then you got the rest of us trying to clean up all the boo-boos, Man, trying on. to give out these hugs, and these sweet words, and encouragement. And where they at? That's me. Where they at? He did what? Where? Uh-uh. Bitch, where? Hold on. Let's go. You yeah. know, it's so many ways to show your love. Some people show it gentle and sweet, some people show up as warriors, but don't nobody own energy. Femininity, masculinity, all of those are just words that really mean nothing. No. I like boxers or boy shorts or briefs, boxer briefs, because I like how my booty look in them. That shit pop. It It's kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? Make your booty just pop up. That's what I like. You know what I'm saying? I like my jeans the way I like them. I like my sneakers the way I like them. I like my hat tilted the way I like it. I like my hoodie. I like my diddy bop. I like to dap the brothers up, but sometimes I like to hug them. Nothing like hugging a big teddy bear brother. Hey, bruh. Brothers be smelling all good. Hey, bruh. Of course, I can't do that now, but I'm just thinking about it. You know, I love men. I'm a womanist. Like like Alice Walker said, we are black feminists, and we are lovers of women in a friendship way or not, Mm -hmm. and lovers of men in a friendship way or not. Like, we are who we are. And I I love brothers. Yeah. And so I hope they don't see me and think that, I don't love you or we've got to be at odds because you're masculine and I'm masculine. It's just a silly way to live. Yeah. And it's such a simplistic way to think. Yeah. And why do you have to like constantly focus on how other people are having consensual.
1: Consensual. And that's the key word. Relationships. Yeah.
0: I don't be thinking about that. It's none of my
1: business. Let me tell you what I do. When people leave out of there, I, I don't think about what they're doing. I don't, I don't. I don't think you know how is how you fucking gonna make me sleep at night. Who you fucking? Who you wanna be loving? Huh? It just yeah. I just doesn't. It, it does nothing for me to have that kind of tension or to be upset. People be upset. Like, I can't... Like, why are you upset? Like, I've
0: seen so many heterosexual people be able to kiss and hold hands and I think about how many queer couples just can't kiss and hold their partner's hand. Like, it's just a reality. I remember, you know... When we were walking down the street one time and we, we held hands, remember those yeah. older black men were like. And they
1: said he was he was real nice. He was like, y'all cute together. I was
0: like shocked. Yeah. I was like, oh. Look, let me tell you something. When an older black woman or an older black man is not homophobic and they say a queer couple look cute. That shit puts you on elation. Do you like, hear me? Oh, I don't
1: even do Christmas, but I was
0: just felt like, oh, my, you see us. One of
1: my elders don't hate us. <laughs> they love us. You're they not. love they, us. And recognize us as a couple, like, not like, oh, y'all sister. Come on now. We don't look like no like, who, What sister. fucking sister? It's your mother and daughter. Like, no. You know, like. I don't know
0: to be acknowledged that's yeah. what i don't think people get they're so big busy being bigots and being biased like somebody trying to recruit we're anybody. just fucking I mean. human beings and if you can't get that because your good book has pumped into you that we're evil beings but yet you don't have this zealotry for any of the other things that are fucking up the world and it's just really weird to I me, and it's really odd yo get a different book but 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 I'm not here to change who the fuck I am. I'm here to bang on oppression, and you can bang with me or you cannot. But my blackness ain't going nowhere, and my queerness ain't going nowhere, and it popped up at the same goddamn time. Yeah, kind of worked that way in the womb. DNA said, uh.
1: So this is what we're going to do. This is what do.
0: it is, though. This is what it is, though.
1: Sprinkle some of this and some of that. This bitch is too black and too queer. I like it. I like it too. I do like it. Like I wouldn't want it. Like honestly, I would be sad if I woke up and I wasn't queer anymore. (laughs) I'd be like, wait, what? My Chris gone. My Chris gone. I would be so devastated. Let me (laughs) go on
0: YouTube. (laughs) Tiana Taylor, how do I get? Oh my queerness no, I back? don't find Tiana Taylor attractive. Oh no, Beyonce, oh no, Beyonce's not looking luscious anymore. <laughs> what is happening?
1: this? Rihanna just looks like a friend. Oh god, jeez, no, <laughs> it would be so, it would be so what boring, has yeah, because that's all the only choice. That's it, that's it, that's it. That's also in the milieu. Mm. I like, I like, I like a lot of different things. I, you know, I like this queerness, it yeah. fits
0: and queer. Queer as in radical, queer as in re- revolutionary, queer as an anti-capitalist, as in you know anti-imperialist, as an anti-colonial, decolonial, as an abolitionist, as in abolish the state, as in as in abolish the empire. That's the queer that we are. Yes, We're not queer. just queer as in I want to you know put a rainbow shit on everything and and rainbow wash mm-hmm. and pink wash everything, but not address the issues of actual oppression that go beyond just sexual orientation and gender identity but like touching all of it and the roots of oppression you know autonomy and land and reparations for those who it is due and baby it's due east Mm -hmm. and i see queer and trans and gender non-conforming folks and non-binary folks just just trying to make it and they're having a hard way to go right now with covid and with economics even more so than some people yeah. Um it's are,
1: hitting, it's hitting, it's hitting our community hard.
0: I see so many people needing financial assistance. You know, those reparations is overdue. And I'm not talking about that little musty ass stimmy. I'm talking about
1: that none of y'all got none of y'all got it, you know. Nobody
0: got it yet from 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 day one rape from the slave master all the way down. You know, um we were all going through the same thing whether we were straight or queer and we all go through the same thing now whether we're straight or queer and I just need black folk to understand that and um, to expand their horizon and if you are afraid you know to be yourself around other people don't punish yourself over that you're choosing your safety and I understand Yeah, I've been there And there may come a time where you just can't anymore. You feel so stifled that you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I've been there too. And you got to give yourself time. Your your being out or being closeted is not for the benefit of anyone but yourself.
1: Exactly. You don't owe it to no one.
0: And I can tell you this. You're not going to get through being queer, straight, or anything else being black in America by your motherfucking self. You've got to understand that. We cannot just be wrapped up in ourselves. We can't afford to be. It's too many slings and arrows coming our way, you know, like we need each other, yeah, in some way, shape, or form. And so that's when you get to form in that intentional community that respects you and loves you, and where you're not just extracting from, where you're also giving. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that's gotten me through being black and queer in America. You know, the give and take of love, and 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 just being there for people, having people be there for for me, and being there for myself, and giving myself the you know the permission. Yeah. And 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 watching other people who came before me got me there, the the queer house mothers and you know at that point especially as a youth anybody and everybody who was gay or queer or whatever I don't care you're different I, you're my oh. role
1: model. Thank you. I see you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I see you. You know. So thank you,
0: PBS. <laughs> yeah, PBS would have it. <laughs> Tell know, the truth, Ruth. For showing documentaries yeah. and, um, uh, what was it, Spencer's? Mm-hmm. That little section that would be mm-hmm. in the back had of the curtains. store <laughs> with the curtain, and sometimes <laughs> they wouldn't watch. Thank you, Spencer's, for having those sections <laughs> where I could go back and read all kinds of magazines, and, and thank you. Now No longer Existing Queer clubs Like Hershey Bar Nutty Buddies Other places in Virginia That I went to Um That That had newspapers And zines And get togethers And gatherings And food And I hope we can bring that
1: back When outside open I want that back I want the gay clubs back I want the You know The lesbians And And gay
0: gatherings In general Yeah Um because I, I know people are having them. I don't feel safe and comfortable in a, in a closed-in space Not with right anybody now. right now. Like, it's the need for s- socializing doesn't, doesn't override my need for safety and peace of mind. And people are still trying to get the community on digitally. Shout out to everybody who's still trying to make space because it's important. It's always been how we've been able to survive, whether we were in rural Amer- America or, you know, In a big city, people have had their, like I said, school gyms or churches even. It seems odd, but churches were even places where queer communities would Mm -hmm. would rent space to have stuff. The choir,
1: the whole choir was anyway. Well, we know that.
0: (laughs) um, Choir rehearsal was the... YMCA's and, Mm -hmm. and, and just so many different places just to have community. So shout out to people in the past who did that with threat of jail Yeah, because you were, you were jailed and your face was put on a newspaper. If you were caught in gay bars back then, people would parade you out like you were a fucking monster or you would be taken to a mental institution. You know, they're still sending people to mental institutions. They're still doing, you know, horrible treatments on people that are akin to rape and abuse and molestation. And just, you know, nobody would ever try to tell someone, well, you're not, straight let me take you to this gay camp you know like because they assume that being straight is right being heterosexual is right and being queer is not and there there is no right or wrong when it comes to someone's sexual orientation especially you know um, to try to mental, use mental health and psychology to get it out like it's torture let's just say what it is oh man you know just shout out to everybody who's who's going through what they're going through and still trying to find a way for us to be able to reach out and have conversations like this whether your podcast all the lgbtq podcasts these are things that i wish i wish i wish were available to me when i was queer trying to just get any type of representation but thank God for Blockbuster Video and Showtime and mm-hmm. Cinemax and again what, whatever bits of queerness that I could that I could find, I'm appreciative of that. Shout out to uh, the person who played Joe on Facts of Life. Like I'm just <laughs> grabbing that shit. Like it's all kinds of stuff that I'm just thinking of. I was like that looks pretty damn gay to me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you know, um, Grace Jones, shout out. You know, Prince with his androgynous self being yeah. loved. I remember Prince dying and all these hardcore-looking dudes were upset and crying. I'm like, y'all can respect the androgynous nature of a prince, at least an androgynous in, in appearance, because he was a heterosexual, you know, man. But, I mean, his look was androgynous. And yeah. so... um but everybody loved Prince. Yeah. You know. What um, you gonna say
1: about Prince? Nothing.
0: You know. But Prince, had Prince said he was gay though, who knows? He might not have gotten the love that he got, you know. He might have had to have been closeted like Luther. Yeah. Like, like Whitney and, and so many other artists. Um, But, um, I can look and see all of those things of the past and watch new shows and web series now and, like I said, podcasts and social media and it's, is so much more. We've pushed to have this. We've pushed to have these books and panels mm-hmm. and events and houses, collective houses. We fought to have a maroon house. We fought. We fought for every bit of representation you know that we've got and to uphold our blackness the entire time. Yeah, because every one of these events that I've ever gone to has always been proud of our blackness and who we are as a people and where we're trying to go. And it's why we have Black Pride, which was first created in Washington, D.C. You know, and it's 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 why we've had the amazing artistry and, and so forth, the Essex Hemp Hills and Marlon Riggs and, you know, Audre Lorde's and June Jordan's. And it's just, there's been so many wonderful people, Lorraine Hansberry, Zora Neale Hurston, you know, Langston Hughes, you know, even when they weren't always the best to each other and, and, and different people tried to cut each other out of book things and stepped on toes a little bit. But so human. It they, they were human and living in a time that I can't even imagine with the Mm-mm. racism being so thick. Sheesh. Um, and here we are still in this belly of this racist capitalist society trying to do the best that we can and to just be treated Um with the full dignity that we are deserved. Um, I commend all of you, all of you alphabet kids. I love y'all. Hey. You know, and um, this show was just to acknowledge that, to take a little walk through, I mean, because it's just a podcast. This isn't a book. This isn't an autobiography. Like, I could go year by year and tell you about my queer life, and it might be a book.
1: I would read it. I would like to see that.
0: Or I will listen Which to I do the Monique meme. I would like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I like that meme so much. I um, do. I do. Um, but yeah, this is just a shout out to y'all and a shout out to us. Yeah. Surviving. Hell yeah. Being black and queer. Queer, queer. In America. Come C-ca. on. So we're going to keep it brief. Um we were going to talk about Fred Hampton and the film. I'm going to do that in a different way, so we're going to hold off on that where that might be actual conversation. Um, check out the new episode of Submedia where you will see yours truly. Um, talking about black anarchism and white supremacy and a little bit more analysis on the Capital brouhaha, and so many things shout out to soul and mike crenshaw and um you know scott crow got a track coming out soon with those great comrades um and um some other cats that are also on the track um shout out to everybody doing their thing right now still trying to create radical art what's up I'm, I'm working on a couple of duo projects, and um, B Conduct. This is going to be engineering my next EP that's coming out. The name of it might even change. I'm I don't know. Like this is the creative process. I'm going with the flow of it. It's gonna come out the way it comes out. And so and so is the zine. If I if I decide to change the so- the songs and formats, that'll happen. But it's gonna be a banger. These tracks are amazing. The instrumentals are amazing. The lyrics are amazing. And I just can't wait to bring it to you. Um, We have an event coming up this Friday where we are going to be in Baltimore from 3 to 5. If you check out our Maroon Movement Instagram and our Twitter, which is now Maroon Movement, not FCRC Collective, it's at Maroon Movement. Everything is at Maroon Movement now, so you can understand and find it quicker. Check yeah. it out on Facebook as well, also Maroon Movement. We have the Flyer up. If you're in the Baltimore area and you wanna drop off P P E clothing, it's gonna be free food books from the comrade Erica.
1: Yeah. Um Erica. with
0: uh Ujima. Always good to see that um Black Alliance um for peace. Um comrade, just a good writer. Love the Turns The babies uh, uh, and, and always has the great books. They're going to be out there. We're going to be chilling. I'm going to be giving out PPE. And, um, you know, shout out to all the other comrades that are going to be out there um, holding it down. Like, we keep us safe. Joyous Free Store, Comrade Raven, Mama Mama Saray. Um, just everybody. Baltimore is about that mutual aid. Baltimore is about resistance. Baltimore is actually very black and quiet is kept, very queer yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Baltimore with your queer self with your club yeah. music and, and 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 you know people having to respect the queer and trans community shout out to Aya and yeah, Baltimore Aya. Safe Haven all up in the dub commercials I see you girl I see <laughs> you girl You better do it She's so um, pretty. she is pretty she looked like dove like mm-hmm. what, what you would use like for the pretty skin yeah you know?
1: got that good skin got good skin
0: um good shout out to everybody like i i got a warm feeling in my in my you know spirit when i think about all the people giving back shout out to baltimore ceasefire for another successful yes, weekend erica. erica and them shout, erica out, to, and shout them. out to erica um once again doing more you know res- you know healing work in the community um we looking at the mayor. Too early for me to shout you out yet, but I see you. We looking, and you're you doing some things that are in the right step, such as um trying to apply, f- um with the other mayors for um guaranteed income and getting this trauma uh, work and groups out into the community and you know addressing certain issues. It, it's still up in the air yet before you know we make any judgment, but we're watching.
1: We're looking at
0: you. We we we're looking.
1: Singed you. You. you know
0: Shout out Shout out You know Rest in peace again To Dante Bart still Um And Safe Streets We salute you Still doing the work And holding it down All you comrades Out there in the orange shirts We see y'all inter- Intervening directly When beef is going down And we know people Don't give you the credit So shout out to y'all Yeah Shout out to Baltimore Harm Reduction I'm just shouting out It's mad comrades Shout out to Baltimore Food Not Bombs Whew, man, I'm to forget. It's too many people. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't. Shout out to all the community farmers and all the all the mutual aid food relief folks.
1: They be working out here in Baltimore. On
0: in like I can go on and on for days. All the groups that you know, um, helping prisoners, Baltimore Jail, um, uh, you know, support everybody. Everybody. Shout out to all of you, Red Emmas, everybody here in the Baltimore City, um. Myself and KLC will be back on the next episode to, to drop some gems on y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, until then, with love and affection, with my black queer self. With <laughs> your
1: black queer self. I'm Simile the RBG. And this is your girl, KLC. All power to the people. All pleasure to the people. Peace. Peace, y'all.